Welcome to Film School Radio, the on-air online showcase for the best in independent documentary and foreign films. Every Friday morning from 9 to 10 a.m. Pacific and online at filmschoolradio.com. I'm your host, Mike Kaspar. The filmed Beloved Sisters depicts the unconventional romance between two aristocratic sisters and a rebellious poet who took the European literary world by storm in the late 18th century. As the German Enlightenment flourishes, the sister Caroline finds herself in an unhappy marriage to provide for her mother and her shy young sister Charlotte. When both sisters fall for an outspoken writer, their desire ignites a journey of shared passion and creativity. In this intimate yet romantic drama, acclaimed director Dominic Graft illuminates the lives of two bold women and one of classical literature's most celebrated figures with charm and contemporary energy. Beloved Sisters is Germany's official submission to the Academy Awards for Best Foreign Language Film. We're joined today by the director and writer of Beloved Sisters, Dominic Graf. Dominic, welcome to Film School. Yes, hello. <laughs> Good evening from Germany. Hello. Hey, listen, uh, this is a wonderful film. Uh, it is a uh, uh, what I would call an intimate epic film. It, would that be a, a fair way to uh, to characterize? It? Yeah, that's 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 quite well described. What I what I had in mind because uh, I mean it's a film about people talking to each other about love much more even than they make love, so to say, than they do. It's it's more that they speak, that they write, that they think and 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 print love in letters and in and in and they speak it out in words. I think it's a what, what, what really fascinated me from the beginning when I started to work on that subject was that uh, it's such an unusual triangle because they all loved each other all the time through very well. I mean, the film goes through 14 years yeah. of this relationship, and uh, they never had bad intentions, no jealousy, no intrigues to each other. It's all done in a in a in a in a uh, certain well loving loving way and. And although it is this kind of light atmosphere between them, it becomes through time and through time passing on and through Schiller was sick uh, nearly all of his life through, it becomes darker and darker. Yeah, and, and to just to, to bring home the point uh, in that mangled mm-hmm. introduction is they, the two sisters fall for Frederick uh, and, and, and want to... In, in, and for the time of this, uh, the, mm. the late 1700s, the early 1800s, at a time when this sort of a relationship and this sort of an arrangement would have obviously drawn drawn a tremendous amount of criticism and and yeah. uh, to it, but they found a way to love, as you said, love one another, uh, and their arrangement was uh, partly by. Uh, by some design and partly by happenstance that they they came to uh, this arrangement. Um, Tell us a little bit about the origins of this story for Beloved Sisters. Well, it's, uh, I mean, the thing is, uh, it's two different social levels that uh, come together at that time. You have the old aristocrat, uh, 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 um, uh, how do you say, uh, old aristocrat way of living, yeah. and, and, and you have on the other side the bourgeois uh, um, cultural background of Schiller, who 
they they were at that time coming upwards. They were uh, they were attacking the aristocrat system in a way, and a, a love, a, a relationship between aristocracy and uh, and bourgeois was was absolutely not possible at that time. Still, you 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 didn't you didn't marry uh, uh, people from 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 lower levels. So that is the first thing that is completely forbidden. What happens between them them two? And the other thing is that they are three who fall in love with each other. But I think the the most beautiful thing is that they, in a way, you know, there's always this Johnny Mitchell uh, line in my head when she sings, uh, "We love our loving." You know, mm -hmm. it's a it's a sort of that. This love is so beautiful, makes me even fall more in love with you. You know yeah. <laughs> that the words are so beautiful, the feelings are beautiful, and all three of them, they come together in a wonderful summer in 1788, and uh, they promise each other they will never abandon each other anymore. Though uh, uh, Caroline is, uh, as you just said, is, is bound in an unhappy marriage, yes. one of these money marriages that were useful, useful and usual at that time. But they manage it somehow, and they manage it through a few years, and then it becomes uh, more and more difficult. I, I thought that I also wanted to make a film about, yeah, about letters, if I can say that. Mm -hmm. um, I mean, you know, about about written, written things and printed printed books and and tell tell how describing feelings which which are so so passionate come back and 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 reflect themselves in being more described and they fall even more in love with each with each other. That fascinated me. Yeah, and 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 to go back to the sort of the historic context for uh, beloved sisters mm -hmm. is that you have the French Revolution taking place in uh, in nearby yes. France, not far away, and the impact it's yeah. having on uh, on the Wehrmacht, uh, which, by the way, really we don't modern Germany does not exist at this point in history. It's not until the late eighteen eighteen hundreds that we really right. as the uh, it's the completely fragmented in little uh, dukedoms and 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 kingdoms. So what, what one of the beautiful things about the film is is that this and that what I was describing as this uh, intimate epic is that we have the story of these three people who in many ways embody this transition from this aristocratic paradigm to the new uh, sort of enlightenment uh, that uh, Frederick in, in embodies, and mm -hmm. um, that and that that context. Uh, it creates a, a lot of interesting, uh, not only about the relationship, a lot of interesting aspects to the mm -hmm. relationship, but some things in the film that really um, uh, give us a, a better understanding of history. The printing press is becoming more and more a fact of life in the in the in the lives of people of this time, and as we see the the the. Um, Agnes being written by um, Caroline, the, the book that mm -hmm. gains getting a voice for women, uh, the printing mm -hmm. press uh, allowing for social change through political movements because people are reading the same literature. Uh, Frederick is a is a history professor talking about the importance of history in the in the context of the present day. There are a lot of yeah. things that make this film about more than their relationship, but at the heart of it, as you described it, the heart of it is the, the relationship that these three people share and enjoy.
Is that fair? Yeah, that's true. I mean, in a way, the relationship reflects the time, not only by uh, 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 coming together these two uh, uh, levels of society, but also in in this pre-revolutionary feeling in 70, 70, 88, you know, that everything is, everything is burning in a way, and uh, there's a lot of hope things will change, uh, uh, the, the, the society will, will, will split up, and we have, we have new, uh, new relations, and then the turmoil happens, the revolution happens, and it's, it's some, after a short time, it becomes a complete disillusionment because right. it's a blood feast, you know. Right. And that also reflects back to the love story, I right. think. Right. That uh, one, at one point, Schiller says, we all were ringing that bell, and we all are guilty for it. So they, term, they, they withdraw from polit- politics, from big hopes, into private field, private things, and Schiller more into, as he says, in, into aesthetics. He doesn't want to go into political things anymore. He wants to go back and talk about aesthetics and uh, uh, facts of, of, of literature. Well, would it be fair to say that as, as any social movement brings about the change, there's also retrenchment. There is a, there's pushback, and then there's retrenchment, and readjusting, and being a, a little more realistic about the world we live in, and and what how much change is possible. Is is that part of the film too? I mean, they they all make adjustments in this love. Yeah, that's true. The, the disillusionment is not something so bad, you know. I, I mean, I, I belong to a generation in Germany. Uh, uh, I, I happen to witness things like the RIF, you know, the terrorism and the 68 mo- student movement right. in Germany and right. how that exploded also into terrible uh, uh, military military uh, uh, movements and criminal, criminal acts. So we were also a bit of disillusioned after all that. And the disillusionment is, I mean, that it, it, it is necessary, but yeah. still in that time when, when, when the lights become more shadowy in a, in a way, about, then you still have to hang on and cling on to certain, to certain things. And an illusion of love is, of course, something which you can hold in your heart and still go on without uh, uh, reflecting on the things that happen around you in real life. You- so it becomes more and more of a dream. So to say, right. You were talking about the period of the Bader Meinhof gang, that sort of thing, where it was occurring right. in Germany. Where yes, you had that that revolutionary zeal. There was a lot of uh, sixty eight, sixty nine, a lot of across Europe, a lot of you know change in the air. And then along along that along with it came uh, this sort of very radical element that was more in, involved in the violent aspects. And and that's what we see again going back to the eighteen early 1800s, that idea mm-hmm. that, uh, you know, uh, we, we always have to be on guard for, uh, you know, for variations and people who, who, uh, who, who fall off the, uh, this idea of love and enlightenment and, and knowledge. It, it, uh, um, all right, so um, let's talk a little bit. Oh, by the way, I want to remind our listeners we're speaking with uh, Dominic Graff and the film uh, Beloved <laughs> Sisters. It is opening here in Los Angeles as we speak. That would be today, uh, January 9th. It's opening in Irvine, not far from where I'm sitting, 
and also in Encino, Pasadena, and in Los Angeles at the Royal Theater, Pasadena Playhouse 7, and the Town Center 5 in Encino, as well as across the country. This is opening all over the country, New York, Detroit, Chicago, etc. So for people listening online, they'll have the opportunity to check it out in multiple cities around the country. Um, now tell me a little bit about casting this film, because the acting in it is just superb. Uh, tell me a little bit about who okay. you cast for Carolyn. Yes, it is. So... Yeah, well, of course, the, the center was this triangle to cast, and uh, the first one that I that I really had uh, somehow in my mind, and I saw on in a TV play was Henrietta uh, Confurius. She's she's playing the uh, Charlotte, the sister, which got married then by by Schiller. She was so there was something so soft and so uh, well, yeah, naive in a way about her. Which is also, but then uh, uh, in, 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 in herself there's something very strong and very strict, and I loved her for this part, so I, I, I you know, it's like playing chess, the first move is, uh, is uh, makes all other, other moves, uh, uh, is depending, make, depending from the first move. So I, the next thing was searching for Schiller, and Florian Stetter was somebody who I worked with 10 years ago where I did one of the ghost love stories by Henry James in a modern modern way and I found out that at that time that he was so strong with language with uh, putting putting passion into language and also in in, in in an intellectual way that I imagined him to be a great Schiller you know to hold this enormous speech which he holds in, in when he when he becomes professor in Jena mm-hmm. the speech about about history uh, uh um, so he was an, also an ideal for me to play the part. And the the third one was Caroline, which is played by Hannah Herzsprung. She's quite a star in, in, in Germany. And for two or three times, we already tried to work together. But this time it, it worked. So uh, And... Uh, we we sat I think we we four sat about three or four weeks and going through the script again and again and again, always trying to find out if this language is uh, right in that way. Is the speed of the language, the rhythm, the melodies of the lines, and like you know, like an audio play going through and through and through until we found uh, we made the film for the ears already we, 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 we worked we rehearsed quite a long time and during that time they also had to learn the old German uh, writing yeah, I think you saw that in the in the film that it's a complete different writing from the from the modern handwriting and they really had to work on that very very hard that was beautiful and uh, that that calligraphy that they that yes that they wrote it yeah um, I, I also um, now when you're you're the director and writer uh, of the film when you've cast yeah. when you after you've cast it and you're going through the the process of working with your your uh, actors mm. how much did this change how much did you draw from you know as you described uh the first having charlotte cast first does did it did it shift any of the dynamics in the story just based on what you were seeing from the the the, the actors themselves does it does that matter to you how did that work in the terms of the process of bringing this to the screen well, not in terms of the plot, maybe, but in terms of of the character. Like I think emphasis. Charlotte or, became yeah. through the rehearsals yeah. and then through through the shooting yeah. stronger than I at first uh, imagined her. I, I thought she should be a bit low and very modest and 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 uh, quiet. 
uh, as he's called when you know they three give them give them these kind of names when they the mystery uh, secret names and yes. her name is is uh, wisdom mm-hmm. wisdom means in that case being being very uh, yes reflected very thoughtful but i'm imagined her uh, uh, i no i found i found henriette being extremely emotional so that this great uh, there is a bit of a fight at the end mm-hmm. between the two sisters i think that emerged also from from working on the part that and then i thought now at that time they both have to be absolutely the same strong it has to be some kind of a, 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 a juice you know as in the tennis game between them so they have to throw the balls both with with strength and and and, and speech and 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 fighting uh, 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 feelings and they are absolutely equally strong at that scene which is not not always through the whole film i think uh, the same and that came really from in that case from 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 the actors actors and i think i'm i'm very much i go very much with the with the actors always into the characters which layers maybe may, maybe lie behind the lines and which which sub lines are under them mm mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, and and to that point on uh, regarding Charlotte's character, um, she, mm-hmm. she her character has to have strength to do uh, uh, what she did, which is the marriage, the sort of the arranged marriage in order to really provide for her family. That took yeah. that takes a, a level of commitment and understanding of sort of the reality of where they were. Uh, they were a family that was in financial decline, had been used to being in money. Uh, and so her, for her to sort of throw herself into that arrangement uh, willingly, uh, it was yes. uh, it, that is that in and of itself will, I would think, forge the strength, uh, the internal strength that her character would carry forward in, in, the, in the development of the story as well. Now, there is another part of this, uh, you, know, you know, Frederick Schiller, the character, these are all characters frederick exists in in history uh we we know him from from that time um and 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 the interesting thing for me was caroline uh her character is i mean hannah hertzsprung is writing as caroline she writes a book that she can't Mm -hmm. actually name herself as the author so we're getting a a beginnings of women stepping up and being a part of, of of culture and a part of society in ways they hadn't been before is how how close to does this mirror that particular era? Did, was this in fact she couldn't na- be named as the author? But tell me a little bit about that back. I'm fascinated by that part of the story. Yes, well, you can look at nearly every uh, female character in this film, and they all could have been artists. They all yeah. could have been writers or whatever, li- writing lyrics. Frau von Stein, you know, Madame von Stein, yes. who is, who is, uh, who is the, 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 the aunt of, of Charlotte in, in Weimar at, at the first, at, um, in the first, uh, half, half of the film. Mm-hmm. And then, but also Schiller's other love interest and, uh, uh, supporter, Charlotte von Karp. She was always also writing for herself, writing diaries, but nobody at that time, no woman dared to really let it print and put it on the table. That was different in the 17th and 16th century in France. You know, this Madame de Scuderie, which is mentioned uh, uh, in the film. But in Germany, it was absolutely uh, uh, un- uh, impossible 
for, for women to really express artistic feelings. But it is short. I mean, Caroline, Caroline von Lengefeld, von Bollwitz, it's short before the romantic women came. That was, um, right. this is a classic area with Schiller and Goethe, you know, as, yeah. as stars and, and, and very strong men and uh, in, in, in art. And then came the romantics, and they had a lot of women who also published under their names. Mm-hmm. And more and more writing, women writing, women painting, even women making music were actually stronger and stronger. But that came also because the bourgeois society uh, came much more and more to, to, well, let's say power. Yeah. It's just, again, this film covers so much ground uh, in in that (laughs) regard. Just... It, 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 but it does it in the way that uh, that you are able to focus in on the people. Uh, the history lesson is a byproduct of the actions and and the interaction that they have with their families and with others in in their in in their lives, and it just gives it an increasing level of power the, that these three people, who, as you said at the beginning of our interview, love one another and they love the fact that they're in love with one another, and it just sort of builds and on itself and. Oh, I'm I'm so uh, it was a, it's a thrilling film to watch on a lot of different levels and <laughs> I, and 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 because you don't often see so often you you a film of this era you know just doesn't doesn't talk about these kinds of things the intimacy uh, and the, the these very human stories and. Um, Thank you. <laughs> so, oh, thank you. <laughs> it was wonderful to listen to you. Uh, thank well, you very much. And I'm very proud that the film runs in, in, in America. I'm really getting... Uh, when you call all the names where it starts, now I, <laughs> yeah. I get really enthusiastic here. Well, it, I want to remind our listeners that, that uh, the director, Dominic Graff, is the director of this uh, wonderful film, Beloved Sisters. It is the <laughs> Academy Award uh, official foreign language submission by uh, Germany for the Academy Award consideration for best foreign film. Uh, it won, it's won awards at a number of different uh, film festivals, including the Bavarian Film Awards and the Berlin International Film Festival, and et cetera, et cetera. And you have a long and storied uh, career as a, a wonderful uh, director. Uh, so I, I am, as again, I'm thrilled to have you on Film School. I look forward to... Uh, to your success with this film. I hope that it, it does gets the, the recognition it deserves and to your future work, Dominic, I really appreciate you being here today. Thank you. Thank you very much. Thank you for that. You've been listening to film school radio, the on air online showcase for the best in independent documentary and foreign films. You can find out more about the program at filmschoolradio.com. I'm your host, Mike Kaspar. Thank you for tuning in, and we'll see you next week with another edition of Film School Radio.